certainly a better go around. So we got some CNB yeah. events, man. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't looked at any of your picks. Um, well, on Classic is very, <clears throat> very similar. Um, I mean, how to go different when there's only like eight people competing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, Lombardia is pretty different. Like I think, I think Autumn Classic or Women's is the same again. Um, men's is same except for number five. Yeah, your dance. I think you're on something, some serious <laughs> something. But okay. Um. Yeah. It was. I was shocked picking that too, but I had my reasoning. <laughs> so. I'm. I'm sure you did. Uh. We're going to try the slow roll into this one. We're actually, we're not going to do the full intro. We're just going to let this thing kind of happen. Okay. So we've let it happen and you've started talking about what's been going on and, and I'll just trim a little bit off the top and there we go. But uh, if you're tuning in with us, uh, this is, we're, we're sitting down for a picks and trips into the kiss and cry podcast. Uh, we're doing the senior B events. The, um, these are not Grand Prix events. These are scoring events. Um, for figure skating and uh, inter- the skaters who want to represent Canada internationally at the world level and at the Olympic level. And they're just trying to get scores that help them qualify the minimum standard, at least to go to these events. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they've, they've got a few of them scattered throughout the season. They're they're oddly enough, they're, they're becoming very well known. And they're getting a lot of press, and because there's a lot of high-profile skaters going to these events. Um, well, I mean, we're seeing more of those high-profile skaters use them as warm-up events to the Grand Prix events now. Yeah, um, the, it's almost like the Grand Prix used to be like a, a tune-up for Worlds and Olympics, and now like the Grand Prix events need a tune-up as well. Like, yeah, like just something extra. We used to use the summer comps, like um, in Ontario, we used to have the Thornhill Ontario Summer Skate. Um, it, it, out in Toronto, and I mean, we still have the. Uh, I think it's the North York Summer Skate now. Um, yeah, but you know, we had like local summer comps, but now they're like, no, no, not good enough to get out in competition against, you know, some guy who's just trying a double axle for the first time. <laughs> we need, we need to get you out against like elite competitors so that you can get back in that and tune this up. So, I mean, these are. These get exciting. I don't know if there's the same, um, the same prestige to the skaters over them, but I mean they they are they're they're building quite a fan base for the sport locally. Um, well, I, I mean, you look at the names, and they're still pretty big names. So uh, I would assume, yeah, it's still pretty exciting for them because they get to see how their summer training has gone. Uh, they get to see how they fare up. Um, they see. We get to see new programs, which is always cool. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes they carry on. Sometimes they don't. Um, you know, like, I mean, we've seen programs go out and then you never see it again. Um, <laughs> I remember Caitlin and Andrew did a um, an Elvis Presley years ago. I can't remember if it was Finlandia or Lombardia or where it was, but it was once. It was a one and done, and then it disappeared and it never came back. And I was like, that was. That was a fun four minutes, and it just went away. But, <laughs> as is the way of the world. 
so we'll start with uh, we'll start with Oakville, the Autumn Classic in Canada. Um, sure. Only because we're boring to an extent, but this is a name drop, kids. Because um, you went, you and I almost went dead on in the men's event. Uh, yeah, I think we just had our fifth place um, different. Just, just a little different. But uh, walk me through what you were thinking as you were doing these picks. Well, I mean, first we have Hanyu. Um, hard to argue that Olympic gold medalist um, came second in the world last year, uh, which was the only time he had lost last year. Um, place, and that was after an injury as well. Well, it was the first time in a while because I think he lost to Javi. Uh, somewhere in there as well since uh, but, yeah you're right yeah. but in contention always in contention with a very deep field so here with where the field is like I don't know six, six seven guys yeah he's bound to be some lights out and then you and I went the same with uh, Yun Wan Cha yeah again what like where where's where's your head at there? Um, I mean we've seen him be super consistent. Um, he has a triple axle down quad sow. Yep. Uh, and I believe a quad toe as well. Is that new? Uh, then I am just thinking of someone else. Fair enough. He's I mean he's in Brian's camp. Yeah. He um. He's he's been one of the like for me last year he was the surprise and then worlds did not go as planned, so no doubt he's gone back to the drawing board. He's a beautiful skater to watch, just lovely knees, great skating in between, like everything that needs to be there to make a performance happen is there. Um, and then you had you and I both had Messing and Kevin Amoyes from France. Yes. So as I was going through this, I was thinking Messing has been inconsistent. Chaw was very, very consistent early on in the season last season. He came out, he gamed, he did the bulk of what he had to do. Keegan you, is he yeah. He plays with some very, very big tricks with that quad lutz. And his toe just is a little too snappy and not been as consistent to me. So you know, big risk, big reward, but big risk means that you can end up down the down the scale a little bit. So that was kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, um, you stole the words right out of my mouth. Um, we've seen him be a little more inconsistent this year. Um, I mean, last year, my bad. Yeah. This year is just yeah. beginning. <laughs> um, even though he has some higher placements at these bigger events, uh, yeah, the inconsistency is too hard. Uh, to ignore. Yeah. He, I like him. I love his performance level. I mean, that's something I wish more skaters aspired to and could pay attention to. He spins like to watch spins like a friggin' top. Um, and yeah, like oodles of fun. Um, Kevin Amoy's for me, he just, he's, he's building up that reputation He's getting close to that top 10 in the world. I mean, he was um, fourth, well, fourth at Europeans last year. 
Yeah, fourth at Europeans, 11th at Worlds. So when you said he was just off that top 10, you're right. He's literally just off that top 10. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hasn't seen the um, the Grand Prix medals yet. He's uh, been going to Grand Prix, but he hasn't seen any like hardware come home yeah. from those. To me, so, he's just missing that next step, um, which, I mean, I guess we could see if that's this year or not. And I mean, Keegan's done that before. Keegan's medaled at a Grand Prix event. He's he's been to the Grand Prix final. So, based on reputation alone, I fully expect Keegan to be up there. And again, those things that Keegan brings—the showmanship, the great spinning, the good skating—like that happens in between the jumps that he may or may not hit. They're all they're all part and parcel. So, to me, that's that's where I go. And now for the discrepancy here. You took the Canadian Conrad Orzel. Yes. I took the American Camden Pelkinen. What are you thinking? Um, Orzel has the tricks. He has the triple axle. He has the quad toe. He has a quad sow. I've seen quad lutz from him. Um, yeah, to me, it's just that's worth more in senior right now than uh, Pelkinen who has – he does have a triple axle beautiful skater um but to make that leap to senior um you have to have the tricks as well well i I don't know man i was looking at this top score granted it's a junior score and i know how you play that game oh well i mean they both had junior scores and um camden was higher and and that's kind of what I'm, i'm basing it on for some reason the I, I don't know what it is. The Americans have some swagger. They like they they always they just they got some swagger, man. They go out there and they they do their thing. Canadians, I think we're just a little bit more polite. We're more apologetic and like yeah yeah. You go ahead and have that that podium spot. Go ahead and take that prize money. It's okay. Um, I don't know. I think uh, I think the Americans are just a little more cutthroat when it comes to this stuff. So that's what I'm going with. Let's quickly run down the ladies' event because this, this to me just made absolute sense. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Once again, we have the same, same top five, in exactly the whole thing. Order. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rika Kiyahara, Japanese. Pixels. I mean, uh, if she if she hits them, because we had her. Yeah. Well, she basically skated perfect last year up until Worlds. And even yeah. then, she came fourth. Uh, so hard to argue that she's not at least going to medal here. I I would think so, but yeah. She, I mean, we have we have yet to see any signs of a triple axel out of any of the other girls uh, on this roster. Um, second, Evgenia Medvedeva, former world champion, Beautiful skater. She's working into that second year with Brian. Uh, I I was just reading somewhere. She did not have a great test skate in Russia. Um, not her best day. Gorgeous triple south triple loop that I saw. Um, but did not have very good skates. Um, so this might be her opportunity to show like, the Russian Skating Federation that she has her um, collective fecal matter together. Um <laughs> You know, 
she's she's been the bounce back kid. I mean, last year she started the Grand Prix season very very rough. So I suspect that this will be a very good event for her. That you know she did not have her best day. That was reflective of her training. I expect to see Medvedeva second, possibly win this thing. I mean, if Kihara falls, it uh, totally makes sense. Well, I mean, we saw her turn heads at Worlds last year. Um, so after she'd been written off basically for the year, yeah. I was like, yeah, no, we should have been sending took to Masheva and uh, you know. There's there's some very nasty nasty things said to her because <laughs> I mean all because she wanted to go and based on her federation's choice she earned that spot. Yeah. Um, Yunsu Lim, um, the Korean skater, seen some good stuff on Instagram. She's got solid triple triples, like very beautiful lines. Um, we both got her in third. Yep. And then we dive into oh where are we going here? Uh, Alexia Paganini from Switzerland. In and that's fourth. not often. Not often we get a Swiss skater or a Swiss miss. Um, um, funny enough, she's actually American. <sighs> yeah. And so we're doing this thing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, she does represent Swiss uh, Switzerland. Um, has for a few years now. Uh, I mean. She looks like she had a breakout year last year. Um, she came fourth at a Grand Prix event, sixth at, at Europeans. Um, that's not yeah. to be taken lightly. No, no. Um, you know, and fourth in Russia. And as Grand Prix, they like to send their strong skaters because they like to have a great representation. Well, Grand Russell, Prix events. Senior are a Grand Prix is a little tougher, yes. Because they don't get full. Um, option of like who they send, right? There's, there's, yeah, there's a, there's a pecking order. I know. Um. So, so yeah, so she's uh, not the not so Swiss miss. <laughs> and then the uh, the French of Anne Bernice Mete. May May May. Yes. And and May. May Bernice Mitte. May Bernice Mitte. Yes. My bad. Billy, open up your browser and look first. <laughs> All good. Um, yeah. We have we have last names plugged in here just for being concise. So yeah, that event's a wash. It'll mean nothing when the when the day is done. It's really fruitless. Um, and the men's event might be very, very similar. Very small chance that there's going to well the men's event could be a four point spread. But uh not likely. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the dance because these are men's ladies dance. I don't know what happened with the pairs. They used to be sending pairs to this event. Um, I think just well it, to have it uh, like as a to count for points for um, like international standing, uh, you have mm -hmm. to have I believe four different countries represented. Um, and I know in the past they haven't been able to get that many countries. So it's just been local event. Ah, uh, that makes sense. So I feel like they probably just decided, you know what? Uh, we're not going to have enough teams, so might as well just not do it. Um, especially with the French team, Cypre uh, and um, Morgan. No, yep. I always do that. Vanessa James, James and Morgan Cypre. James yep. and Cipre, uh, yep. who normally go to this event for doing 
uh, Battle of the Blades, actually, so they're not doing the Grand Prix circuit. Um, we have even less teams. Yeah, speaking of which, now, again, showing your people the strings, you know, maybe maybe at some point we should make some picks for Battle of the Blades once we see those first teams out of the gate. Because um, <laughs> they just got announced this week, and it was exciting. I was like, oh, there's 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 the ladies that are going to be skating, the lady hockey players that are going to be skating with uh, Eric and Andrew, but a conversation for another day, nonetheless. Um, so the dance event. We, this is gotta, what's going to make or break, or break this. The, uh, yeah. yeah. So we both get hands down best top scorer in the area. Gillies and Poirier have been hot on my radar for a couple of years. I think they've been hot on everybody's radar for a couple of years. Crowd been, yeah, they've been like slowly crawling their way to the top. Um, so, I mean, seventh in the world, that's pretty good. I mean, and they've been higher than that. That was just, that yeah, was that was just, just last season. season. Yes, last season alone, they were uh, seventh. But I mean, they've been, I mean, they've been as high as sixth back in twenty fourteen, fifteen, and again in seventeen, eighteen. Um, a favorite of mine to watch. They always put on a good show. Um, they really work the crowd very well for such a young team, and. It, I say young, but I mean, they're, and I think now they're the senior state statesman in Canadian ice dance, uh, for the time being anyways. Um, uh, yeah. Now that Caitlin and Drew have taken... They've stepped away from competition. They yes. have not said the R word yet. Just <laughs> pump the brakes. All right. And, and this is about where it starts getting dicey for you and I. <laughs> yeah. So you took fear in Gibson in second. Uh, yeah, I played a bit of your game with the, the totals, um, and they had a breakthrough season for them last year as well, um, coming fifth and fourth in their Grand Prix events, uh, sixth at Europeans, 13 in the world. Um, those are pretty good, pretty good track record. And to be fair, they're training in Quebec with Patrice Lazon and, you know, that if- camp there. If I'm not wrong, um, all of these teams are. No, why are they not, having not, an event? Not Piper and Paul. Actually, Piper and Paul yeah, are they're Scarborough. Yeah, in Toronto yeah. here, Caroline. Um, but yeah, the rest are uh, all training in Montreal. <laughs> wow, they could have had a club event. <laughs> could have had a club event. The Australian team is not. Um, I don't even have them written down, so yeah. that's because they're not on either of our radars. <laughs> um, they're not in my top five. They're not in your top five. So sorry, Matilda and William. Uh, just best of luck. Have fun. Enjoy the performance. Um, so you took Fear and Gibson, and you're going on points, are you? Yeah. Um, partially. Yeah. Partially, partially. just wanted to spice things up, you know. <laughs> I took the Canadians of Caroline Soucis and Shane Ferris in uh, in second, mostly because I went. It's a Canadian event. Typically, Canadians get up by the crowd, by everything. There's an aura I find, and I know the judges are supposed to be objective, but I feel like when Canadian skating fans get behind a Canadian skating team, 
they step up their game. <laughs> Especially mean, because it's in Oakville. Home crowd advantage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it works in any other sport. It'll work for us, too. Sure. Yeah. I mean, we, we see some of the greatest performances out of skaters for like at, at nationals. And then we go to Worlds in some other country, and it doesn't quite work out the same. But nonetheless, uh, you have L'Oreal and Legac yes. in third. Um, I put them in fifth. They. Why did I do that? <laughs> um, this one is just based off of, I looked at the Grand Prix uh, placings last season. They were just ahead of Smart and Diaz. Two season furious by like one all the time, um, so I just went. You know what? It looks like they're just yeah. a step ahead of the other teams. So this is actually a very tight event from two through five because uh, Susie and furious have a top score of one seventy two, but then the last three. Smart Diaz, who I have in third, Fear Gibson, I have in fourth, and uh, L'Oreal and Legac. I have in fifth, all have high scores of like 180, 182. So yeah. it's, it is a really tightly contested event. Um, so we should see some, like at least some very competitive dance at this event. Um, well, I mean, Gillies and Pori can test out. I, I, I'm excited to see what they do. Like they, they always do something interesting. I was really, uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I really like the, uh, the Vincent, program from last year um so i'm curious as to what they're playing with this year you know yeah of course Um, all right what do you got what do you got i uh yeah in fourth i have smart and diaz from spain Mm -hmm. um they won the lake placid event in senior um and like i said that's a pretty good a pretty known event he did say it, folks. If you're just tuning into the Senior Bay event, go back and listen to our talk for uh, on the podcast Russia, and you'll hear uh, you'll hear us talk about the Lake Placid event there. That's right. We have other podcasts. Go ahead, find them. <laughs> and shifts. I have Caroline Susie and Shane Furious from Canada. Um, you're not back in our Canadians. What's up with that? Um. Well, I mean, their top score was lower. Eight points less. I get it. Eight yeah. points less. Um, and they only finished fourth at Lake Placid. So I couldn't put Smart and Diaz behind them. You know, that is a competition from this year. No, I hope you're wrong. I hope you're I, wrong. I hope I'm wrong too, but. <laughs> <laughs> because we need that deep Canadian dance field. We need that deep Canadian dance field going out to, uh, to Worlds this year on the senior Grand Prix circuit. Well, I mean, we do have some young teams coming up uh, that should be exciting for us. Um, we'll touch on them when we touch on Lombardia. But uh, Well, why don't we go touch that now? Let's do that. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about all this touching, maybe we should just go touch it. Um, so so let's flip switches over to Lombardia. So we got we got Oakville in the books, Lombardia. We've got... Uh, the dance event there and we start out the same we take the italians the same guinard and fabry yeah to win this and then the canadian team of Beaudry and Sorensen, um previously representing 
uh, Denmark, yeah? Yeah. Um, and they're now now representing Canada. They're like 10th in the world as yeah, Canadians last, last year. Last year was their first year representing Canada, came 10th in the world. Uh, previously, I believe they, their highest finish was like 13th or 12th. 11th in 1415. Oh, my bad. Yeah, no worries. It's all good. They were third at Finlandia two years ago, um, which is which is a pretty popular dance event. Um, the only reason I know about Finlandia is because Tessa and Scott used to go to it, and there was no other Canadians going. They're like, and Tessa and Scott are off to that one. Okay, cool. Uh, um, what I like about Finlandia is actually they have an element competition, but um, we'll touch on that when it comes. When the time comes. Fair enough. All right. So then you went in with uh, Green and Parsons. Yes. Um, A new team from the U.S. Um, Both for former national junior uh, champions. Um, Parsons was a junior world champion with his old partner uh, or sister. Um, Rachel Parsons, I believe. Oh, these are like brother-sister teams that like split. Yeah, I thought, I thought that was really partnered. funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they both did really well in the junior scene. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe that they'll continue that success, um, obviously with new partners. But um, And you're loving the Lake Placid dance competition because it's just giving you so much insight, isn't it? It does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... I didn't take the the former brother sister teams that have you know amalgamated, uh, but I took um, the Canadians. They're uh, former junior champions, three time junior champions, which is almost unheard of. But they were there reason for them to go senior at that point. There was well, really no there was no room for last them. year as well. Yep, um, but there was really no room for them with Tessa and Scott and Caitlin and Andrew and um, Piper and Paul. And- and Spiris, yeah. It, it was a deep field back then. There was no reason to just jump in there and then end up fifth and kind of killing but, off time. So Yeah, it was um, more basically for them um, collecting the points to get senior Grand Prix this season, mm-hmm. I think. So, I mean, we'll see how they do. Uh, but uh, Marjorie Lejoie and Zachary Laga, I've got them in third. You've got um, them in fourth. I have them in fourth, yeah. But there's there's no there's no dance competition there, is there? There's no Lake Placid that's helping you out on this one, is it? No, um, I just went. Um, Parsons from the U.S. has more senior experience. They did pretty well on the Grand Prix circuit last season. Um, yep. Whereas Lajoie and Laga, uh, this is their first senior event, um, so just experience there. Um, I don't. I don't think experience is going to have anything to do with it. I think they're going to come out and they're going to. They're going to make you feel silly, sir. <laughs> I mean, um, they have a high score um, from a junior event, so. Yep, and then we've got. Uh, I've I've got the Finnish skaters in fourth of uh, Yulia Turkila and Matthias Versulus. Um. Yeah, I, I have that, it in fifth. I think this was a high score pick on my part. I mean, one sixty eight, like sixty seven in the short dance is pretty respectable. Um, and any, anything over a hundred is is pretty 
pretty they're 16th at Worlds, 11th at, at Europeans last year. Yeah. You've got them in fifth. Yeah. All right. Any thoughts? There's no Lake Placid dance competition on that that I missed. No. Um, like I said, the other two teams, they're young and good and coming in hot. Um, and then this one was, we have, I have three teams here that have 168 as totals. This one was really just based off Europeans' scores. Uh, they finished 11th at Europeans. French team that I believe you picked uh, finished 12th at Europeans. And Lithuanians finished 13th at Europeans. So really just a placement pick. Yeah, who do I have last? Galieva and... Thoron. That, that Thoron, that's yep, the, French the French team, team. that I picked. Yep. Yeah. And they're, like you say, 12th at Europeans. They were uh, third at their senior national dance championship. That's getting to be a thick field there, too. Um, yeah. With uh, with uh, Ciceron and Papadakis. So we'll uh, hopefully yeah. see some good things from them. These I find these ones to get the videos later on, they're a little bit tougher. Um. Like, Getting, we've gotten spoiled with that live streaming on the, the Junior Grand Prix and the fact that they're like, and here you go, you can watch the whole event on a playlist afterwards. Definitely. Um, yeah, these ones you have to go digging for. Uh, a lot of times they'll actually have them up on YouTube after, but um, you have to go digging for them, for sure. Yeah. All right, so I'm just looking to see where we've got the most most discrepancy here. Uh, I believe it would be the men's. You think so? Yes. I'd agree. Okay. So let's go digging in the men. You. You. I don't know what you're thinking, dude. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what he's basically looking at is I chose Matteo Riso from Italy to come in first. Um, Boyan Jin from China in second. Dimitri Alia from Russia in third. Andre Lazukin from Russia in fourth. And Morris Kvitilashvili from uh, Georgia in fifth. Um, I chose Rizzo because he's been consistent. Nice triple axle. We saw the quad toe last year. And Jin, who is quad, I wouldn't say quad king uh, because that's Nathan Chen, but um, definitely early, had those quads really early and came in hot with them. Um, he doesn't typically do well at the beginning of the season. Um, we kind of saw last season um, where he should have meddled. He didn't actually medal at all in the Grand Prix circuit. Um, and then he steps up at Worlds. Uh, yes, yes, Worlds was a big event for him. So that's where I remember that. Was. Um, he usually starts off the season slow, um, then ends it on the high note. Um, so that's why I have Rizzo in first, him in second. Aliyev, um, I, I, he impressed me at Olympics, actually. Um, young skater, nice skater. Um, he has a triple axel. Um, He's got some quads. Yeah. I mean, all the Russians have quads. But, <laughs> um, yeah, he was just a really nice skater, which I liked. Um, Is he the Russian that's been trying the quad axel? No. Uh, that's Artur Dmitriev, I believe. And this no. is Dmitry Alia. Okay. All right. I'll take your word for it until I go dig in and find it. Um, yeah. I mean, okay. So I went with Jin. I went with Jin because Jin 
got me all messed up last time. Boyang Jin, I didn't, I didn't put a lot of faith in him at Worlds. I was like, oh no, no, no. Boyang Jin has had his day. He's done. He's got his world medal. Go away. And then he comes out and he has a great day. Um, I took Lazukin in second. Uh, Mateo Rizzo in third. Rizzo's just coming into his quad. Like, I mean, we saw it last year, but it was not, um, wasn't the most consistent. And so from that standpoint, he has great triples. Like, I love watching his triples. They almost look too easy. He almost gets boring. Very like, um, elegant skater. He's, like, technically sound. And he actually came and spent some time with Brian this summer, Brian Orser in Toronto. Um, it was one of the things that we wanted to talk about over the summer is that he made a coaching move to spend some time elsewhere. So, I mean, he spent some time training under the same roof as Yuzuru Hanyu and Yunwan Cha and, you know, Evgeny uh, Medvedeva. You Jason got somebody Brown, else in there? Jason, Jason Brown. Jason Brown, who, I mean, is not all, like, impressive with quads, but is also a very talented skater. Um, so, yeah, I think we'll see some new stuff from him this year. I, you know, I hope we see something really cool, like a new quad. That'd be great. Um, but it's early in the season, so he might not feel ready for that yet. I mean, we did just wrap up summer like two weeks ago. Um, and then Dimitri Aliyev and Morris Kvitovili. Um, Aliyev, again, Russian skater. They've all got the talent. It's a matter of staying focused enough during the competition to keep it together and finish the job. Yeah. And then this field wasn't as deep to me, if I remember. Um, um, I thought it was deeper than Autumn Classic. I think it's it's got more. I wouldn't. Um, I don't know that I can say it's deeper. I would definitely say deeper. Uh, well, Morris, we've seen strong performances from him. He did medal last season on the Grand Prix circuit. Uh, he has the quad style and quad toe. It's just a matter if he's going to land it that day. Um, on my short list, I have Tomono from Japan. Um, he also medaled on the Grand Prix circuit last season. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have sh- a Russian Marishev who has a score of 190 from junior. Okay. I got to back up because Morris V. Uh, Kavishvili has been training with the Terry Tuberizzi and that might be all the difference. I that believe be... he he has been. No, no, it's it's on his profile. So. No, no, but I believe he has been training with her for a while. Uh, okay, like that's not like a new move. That's not news. Not that I know of. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was there last season and season before. Well, then they need to timestamp this stuff and be like, "Boom! This happened when." <laughs> um. But yeah, he I would say he's definitely one of the more talented in that pack. Um All right, ladies. Ladies. So uh our top three is exactly the nope. We have the same They're people. A little bit different. Not laid out the same. Yes. So um, you went with Elizaveta took to Masheva to win this thing. I took yeah. Anna Sasha Anna Sasha and we switched our second places. So you've got Anna and I've got Elizaveta in second. Yes. What do you like? Okay, so here's the thing. Sasha Bakova has the quads. 
She does. Took to Masheva, yes, is a more mature skater. She has a triple axel. She's not digging out a quad at her age. No. Um, and even though, yeah, quads are big points, Shirakova just doesn't have the skating skills yet um, to just be able to compete with, like, Tuktamisheva, I think. Um, like, she doesn't have a triple axel as well. So it's not like she's leaps and bounds over uh, Tuktamisheva for points. Um, triple axel is still worth a lot. But yeah, the skating skill is just not there. She still looks like she skates like a little girl. Well, okay, so Tuktamasheva can take a lead in the short because she can put the triple axel in the short. But I think once those quads come out in the free skate, it's it's crying time for Elisavita. Just my opinion. Um, third, we, we both had Sam Rodorova, who was European champion last year. Um, she's... To me, she's the bubble girl. She's the one who's in the most trouble in, in Russia right now. It's not Tuktamasheva. It's not Zagitova. It's not um, uh, Medvedeva. Did it's, I say that? It, uh, it's her because she's she's always just kind of been below those girls. It's interesting because um, the Russian women's field is so deep. Um, we have all these junior ladies coming up who have the quads. Um, we have Zagatova and Medvedeva, Tukhtimisheva, who have been here and done well on the senior stage. Um, and then we have Samardurova, who uh, she did well last season. Uh, she won Europeans, eighth at Worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like you said, she just seems to be behind everyone. She doesn't have that same credential of world champion or Olympic medalist um, to her name. And um, to me with Trusova and Sherbakova and like all these other little girls coming up with quads, to me, she's the one who's destined to get left and people go, who was that girl? There was a time that she like, there's this, just this random Russian girl who won Europeans one year and we didn't hear from her again. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm a little worried for her. I hope she has a you know a strong season that she gets to actually get out and compete uh, regularly, because I think that would be very um, be very sad because she's she's got something to offer the skating world, and it's just a shame that the Russian Federation is only allowed to send X amount to so many major events like Worlds and you know Europeans. Well, I mean, we've seen it with other skaters like uh, Maria Satskova. Um, the, she comes to mind who talented uh, would do well anywhere else but since the Russian field is so deep she has got pushed out yeah so I mean there's there's that that kind of makes me go hmm I, I hope I hope that's not the case um, there was the, the Russian champion the Russian Olympic champion from 2014 uh, Lepinskaya no she was not 2014. Was she? Uh, Sochi. Sochi was the girl, the Olymp- the Russian that yes. that edged out uh, Yuna Kim. And then she disappeared. I am forgetting the name right now. But yes, yeah, I know what you too. mean. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I think she was smart and she knew uh, when to quit while she was ahead. 
No, I think she was actually with Plashenko. She was trying to train and get back in and uh, missed her window. Oh, that's nice to me. I, I, we'll have to go digging. I'm just maybe I'm just talking out of out of a memory that I think I had or a strange dream. Skating dreams are the worst, aren't they? <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, okay, we have different four and five. Um, I have Rebecca Higuchi from Japan in fourth, mm-hmm. and Young Yu from Korea in fifth. Yeah, I took Young Yu in fourth, and then I took uh, Kim, 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 Kim. Yilim Kim from Korea. Because, again, the Korean uh, Skating Federation has also been pumping out some very strong ladies lately. And every time I turn around and I think I know what's going on with one, I know nothing. Um, so and I think you were probably looking at scores as well, because they had pretty high scores um, from the junior circuit last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Higuchi last year just had a really bad season. She's a former world silver medalist. Um, which is nothing to take lightly. So I have her in fourth. That's my reasoning. Yeah, I mean, and she does have a, a 181 as a you know personal best. Um, and you'll say that the 196 from Kim is a junior event, and you'd be correct. Yeah, I'm starting to read you look up like a book there, bud. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I think when they score high in junior event, it's not a bad thing. No, I know their program component scores are factored uh, with a slightly larger percentage than in junior or than in senior. Um, well, they're they're factored less. You mean they're factored less? So yeah. That's, oh, okay. Well then, I'm really not up to date, or I'm nodding off fast, and it's not because this is boring. It's just been a really long day. Um, <laughs> all right, so. Again, there's no pair event at this one. Uh, apparently, nobody wanted to go to Lombardia Trophy for a pair event. I don't, I don't know. believe they ever have a pair event Lombardia, but I could be wrong. I mean, I think this is part of the challenge with pair skating in the world is that we need more events, and we need well, I guess we need more teams to have more events. So yeah, it's slowly what's... becoming a smaller world, unfortunately. But but that's a good thing. That's a good thing in the sense that we're getting more pair teams uh, who are, you know, from halfway across the world, you know, to, to get to get these extra teams out. But we're, we seem to be losing more teams in each country, which just a little sad. Yeah. Just a little. Anyways, so there's, uh, there's Lombardia. There's the Autumn Classic. Um, we've name dropped a lot of uh, very talented skaters that are in here. Um, so these should be exciting events. I mean, they don't get as much publicity as the Grand Prix. I don't think the Grand Prix get enough. Um, <laughs> like, honestly, Skate Canada International in Canada gets a little bit of kids to Russia, China, France, you know, the States, and we come back with medals. And TSN's like, that happened what now? No, it's baseball playoffs. No, no, <laughs> hockey, hockey season started. Forget about it. And I have nothing against either of those things because I really enjoy them, but I got to go digging up my own news on this, just like you do. So we'll create some news, I guess. We'll, yeah. we'll be our, our own news source. Um, as erroneous as we are, um, we'll we'll try and, and do our best. Um, but Cody, I think that... Uh, 
Is that all? Do we have anything else? Uh, looks like it. we've touched everything we wanted to touch so far. All about the touching. <laughs> all about the touching. Um, we kick off the Senior Grand Prix events with uh, Vegas and Skate America on uh, October 18th. So that'll be coming up in the future. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't grab any of the um, the Senior B events. They they show up on the ISU website, not as part of the like linear calendar. You just keep scrolling past them. So we'll have to figure out what's coming up next with those ones. And Well, uh, I know we mentioned Finlandia. I believe that's coming mm-hmm. up soon. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, I there's a Lake Placid one as well. Another Lake Placid one. Uh, for the yeah, senior. Um, I believe that's next weekend, actually. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. um, we don't really know those ones as well. <laughs> they're, they're just not regular um, occurrences. There's, I mean, there's a fourth Open Mexican International Festival, uh, which I didn't even dig into. But here, here, let me see what I can... Nope, can't even get an entry list for you. <laughs> Without an entry list, I can't make picks, folks. Um, the Autumn Classic, the Russian Open, the Short Track Speed Skating, Billy, Read Better. Um, uh, a British Inclusive Skating for Jeans International Championships special competition. Um, the U.S. figures... The U.S. Classic. Yeah, so that's the one in Lake Placid. The oh, other June. sorry, not Lake Placid, Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Salt Lake. So that one's coming up. That's a pretty common common event we see. Uh, Andre yes. Chinapala. Oh, right. That's the one in Czech Republic. Uh, Bratislava, Slovakia. My bad. No, it's all good, man. Nebelhorn. Nebelhorn's coming up. Oh, I forgot about Nebelhorn. You're right. Yeah, so we got we got a few more to go, um, and we'll we'll keep you posted. Join in. I mean, it, as always, if you have something to say, if you disagree with us, you can email us at ptkcpod pod at gmail dot com. Cody, where can they follow us on Instagram? Uh, they can follow us at picks and trips. Uh, that's and spelled a and d, and not the ampersand. Um, on Instagram. Yeah, I, we haven't posted much on there. We need to get back to it. We need to go digging for some some stuff from events and grab some skaters maybe that see it. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. I mean, <laughs> you listen to us talk about it, but dive onto YouTube, see it. Watch these skaters because you're going to see them come up in a few years. You're going to oh yeah, I remember when I saw them win that junior grand prix or when they won that junior b event or when they did that program that i really really liked and i fell in love and i found a new skater find a new <laughs> skater to love folks um really it's it's wonderful art uh it's find a new skater to love i'm uh, i'm looking forward to uh to finding a new skater to uh to really appreciate anyways i think that's all for this week this episode uh I Billy, I'm I Cody. Billy. No, <laughs> I, I'm Billy. I'm not I Billy. I'm Billy. Yeah, I'm Cody. And, and ice is slippery. <laughs> <laughs>